Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Good morning, Muskoka. I hope you're all having a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm Kelly, local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist and practitioner here in downtown Huntsville. And I'm your host of Mental for Art, the show that offers creative alternatives to talking it out. And I don't think I've ever really addressed why it is that I chose to offer creative alternatives to talking it out. So if I haven't, then let me just say it's because... Not all of us are great at expressing our feelings and emotions verbally. Some of us have a bit of trouble finding the right words to encompass how we feel. And that's where art comes in, because art is just the most innate and unintrusive way of expressing ourselves, in my humble opinion. And I know I'm certainly biased, yes, given what I do for a living, Um, but also because I've been witness to so many examples of how the arts free people you know, free them from their emotions that perhaps have been buried deep inside for quite some time, hiding from them or even others, and keeping them from living their best lives, you know, keeping you from living your best life. So yes, I believe in and am super passionate about supporting others in finding creative outlets for their emotions. Because like I said, not all of us are talk oriented. So Having explained that, let's dive right into today's episode, which is a fun one because it involves working with movies, something I love using with clients, not only because I love movies, um, because because there's so many different options of how to use movies and films to support everyday concerns. And movies are something we're all familiar with and have most certainly engaged in uh, watching at one time or another. I mean, I don't know anyone, and I can say that, I don't know anyone that has not watched a movie at one point or another. So if you're anything like me, I've watched a million movies and many of them repeatedly. And I watch a lot of movies um, for my own personal um you know, fun and excitement, but I also watch a lot of movies in support of my clients, you know, to find things within movies that I can use um, to help you. So, like I said, I've watched a million movies and many of them repeatedly, and I'm really intrigued by what a movie can say about you, about me, and why. So let me just start by giving you an example. You know, if any of you follow me on Instagram, then you're already familiar with this example. However, for those of you who are not, um, the example pertains to the movie The Wizard of Oz. And this is a movie that has been a favorite of mine since I was just a wee thing. It was a favorite of my dad's. It was a favorite of my aunt's. It's a favorite of my kids at some point or another. And yet it wasn't until I was in my early 30s that I figured out why that was. I knew I enjoyed the movie. I loved how it started in black and white and transferred into color. I just adored that. 
I love the characters and their interactions. Scarecrow, the Tin Man, the Lion, Professor Marvel, the Wizard, Miss Gulch, Annie M, everybody. I loved everybody. I loved Toto and how devoted he was to Dorothy and how attached she was to him. I loved the horse of a different color. And at the time, I thought that was a real breed of horse. I loved the Tin Man's heart that the wizard gave him. And I, I remember literally begging for one of those for Christmas one year. And I loved the lollipop kids because they were so colorful and spunky. Um, I think I could, you know, going back, I could see some of myself in them. Um, and, you know, watching it as a child, there were parts that were a bit scary, others that made me laugh, and a few that made me cry. And to this day can still make me cry. For the same reasons, but because I have some knowledge behind that, they make me cry now because I have that awareness. So why am I using this as an example? Well, because it was a movie that led to my learning a lot about myself and more specifically, learning a lot about my reactions and behaviors to people, to places and to things. You know, I learned what was behind my love for the movie in general, but I also learned um, my love for the specific scenes, you know, why I was attracted to those scenes, why they meant something to me, why they moved me. I learned why I laughed at certain spots, why I was afraid at other spots, and why I cried when I did. You know, this movie held a lot of valuable information about me and for me, valuable information that I eventually learned could be used to move past or through some of the emotional difficulties that I'd been experiencing pretty much my entire life, or at least up until that point of realization. You know, emotional difficulties that shaped how I looked at my, my, my life, at things, you know, shaped how I looked at my parents, my sister, my family as a whole, my friends, my ex-husband, and all my relationships, really, you know, for that matter. You know, emotional difficulties that shaped how I interpreted things, how things affected me how I reacted to things, how I saw myself, and how I approached things, or even more importantly, how I didn't approach things, because that's equally as important, right? And overall, how I felt about myself, that was the big one. How I looked at love and being loved, and what that meant, and what it should mean. There was so much hidden within that movie for me, that led to so much personal awareness and compassion for my own feelings and behaviors. And I think it's really important to have that compassion for your feelings and your behaviors because they come from somewhere. You know, it was life-changing, figuring out how to use movies to shift my beliefs and my behaviors, and subsequently, how to shift others' be beliefs and behaviors. You know, there were a few scenes in particular that weighed heavily on my emotions, um, that flavored or seasoned how I looked at things. You know, for instance, the scene where Dorothy is singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow with her little dog close beside. I spent a great deal of my childhood wishing I could be anywhere other than where I was. The emotionally abusive home that I lived in left me wishing I could just escape, you know? Like, I wanted to escape it and go over the rainbow. Over the rainbow where the skies were blue and the dreams that you dared to dream really did come true. 
that place where troubles melted like lemon drops. Or, you know, how about the scene in Dorothy's living room where she was confronted by Miss Gulch, who wanted to take Toto away and have him destroyed? She loved her little dog so much that she was able to find it in her. The ability to stand up to Miss Gulch, despite her aunt and uncle sitting there, standing there doing nothing. You know, I never stood up for myself when I was a child, nor did I have parents that advocated for me like that. I let others push me around because of it. I never knew I could stand up for myself or even what that looked like because it wasn't something we were taught or really even allowed to do without repercussions. And then there's the scene in the movie where Dorothy meets Professor Marvel, you know, after having run away from home. Here she puts her trust in this stranger and his abilities, not knowing he's a fake. I too ran away from my problems when I was a kid, you know, instead of facing them. And not only as a kid, but right into my 20s and 30s. And I put my trust in others far too often when I should have trusted myself to know who and what was best for me. But I didn't have that knowledge, right? I didn't have that confidence. I didn't know how to approach my problems. And so this scene resonated with me as Dorothy sought the help of someone else to fix her life. And I I can't forget the scene where the Tin Man finally gets his heart. The heart he risked everything for to say he had one. Because then that would mean he would be able to love and be loved. I think this was probably one of the toughest scenes for me to look at um, when I was doing my own self-exploration. You know, tough to look at and explore because as a child, I longed to be loved, especially by my mother who was, for the most part, incapable of loving like that, you know, for a lot of different reasons, which I fully understand. And as I learned through that exploration, I learned to appreciate those. But nonetheless, that lack of love left a huge hole that I spent a great deal of my life trying to fill. And fill in a lot of the wrong ways. You know, like the Tin Man. I was determined I had to have the love of others in order to feel loved and more importantly, feel worthy of being loved. So I think with those examples, you can see how some of my favorite scenes from one of my favorite movies, if not my most favorite movie, held so much opportunity for awareness and growth. How some of my favorite scenes resonated with me because I could relate to them in one way or another. And in giving myself permission, and in giving myself the opportunity to explore those scenes from the movie and what lay underneath them or beneath them, I also gave myself the opportunity to learn and grow from them, you know, to create the changes I wanted and really so desperately needed to have happen in my life in order to be happy. You know, happy with myself and with the life I wanted to live. So movies, as I said earlier, have so much to offer when it comes to personal growth and awareness. So on that note, I'm going to take a wee break here, which will give you an opportunity to reflect on some movies of your own that you love, that you continue to watch, perhaps even over and over again, and think about Really think about some of the scenes in those movies that have stuck with you up to this point, that have or continue to have an effect on you, you know, that continue to move you to laughter or tears or anger or any concrete emotion, 
right? If there's some kind of emotion that's surfacing, that's important, you know? Scenes that that you focus on more than others in the movie, those are important. And just give that some thought before we move on to how to explore those scenes on your own. So, um, as I say, go grab a glass of water or a cup of coffee or tea, use the powder room or whatever you need to do, and give some thought to how and why those movies you continue to watch, and more specifically, the scenes that you continue to be drawn to, resonate with you. Give some thought to what it is about those scenes that do resonate with you, that has a connection for you. And I'll see you back here shortly. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome back to Mental for Art. I'm Kelly, your host and local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist and practitioner here in downtown Huntsville. Um, I'm so glad to be here. I just love Huntsville. I'm looking out the window right now and it's sunny. It's a beautiful day. And I'm just thrilled to be able to offer you some creative alternatives to talking it out. So if this is your first time tuning into the show, I say welcome. Like I say, every week, it's always nice to have new listeners and returning listeners, you know, to give me some new concerns to talk about. And if you are new, um, please feel free to catch up on any missed episodes of, of this show, Mental for Art, or any of the other shows. There's lots of great uh, radio, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, programs and content out there. So give it a, give it a look and give it a listen. And all you have to do is click on what's on under Hunter's Bay Radio and scroll down to Mental for Art or any of the other um, shows. So, like I said, I recommend checking out any and all of the other existing shows as they all have something to offer, something wonderful. And to those of you who are return listeners, um, thank you for tuning in each month and taking the time out of your Saturday morning to give me the opportunity to talk about these different concerns, you know, and to to approach them in in creative ways. So getting back to today's episode, for those of you who are just tuning in today, we are talking about the role movies and films can and do play in supporting you with your everyday concerns. And more importantly, with recognizing and moving on from certain beliefs and behaviors that you may be holding on to that haven't or are not serving you in a positive way. Now, before the break, I was talking about The Wizard of Oz, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. And some of the scenes that I was drawn to as a child and even into my 20s um, that resonated with me for one one reason or another. You know, that held some sort of connection for me that led to awareness and subsequently change. Gratefully and thankfully change. You know, scenes that, pardon me, moved me to laughter or tears or anger or fear or whatever it happened to be, you know, scenes that contained within them information about myself, about how I conducted myself, about how I felt about myself, about how I saw myself, and how I thought others saw me too. You know, scenes that led to uncovering certain beliefs, some deeply rooted, and behaviors, again, some of those deeply rooted, that weren't serving me in a positive way. 
that were impacting how I lived my life, you know, impacting the relationships I had. And as I said, how I felt about myself. Now, I don't usually focus on myself in these episodes because these these episodes and, and this show is about you and helping you. But I felt that using myself as an example in this particular scenario um, and what we're talking about today would help you see how, in fact, movies, films, or more specifically, the scenes within them can help you too. you know, help you to identify your own beliefs and behaviors that aren't serving you beliefs and behaviors that are keeping you from moving forward in a positive way that are keeping you stuck, you know, and interfering with your relationships and perhaps your outlook on life and your approach to people and situations and how you feel about them. And as I say, most importantly, how you feel about yourself. So the examples I used came from uh, that I was talking about in the previous half of the show came from the scenes um, in the wizard of Oz that I later on in life discovered the impact they were having on me, or more specifically, the reasons behind the impact they were having on me, the reasons behind why they resonated with me so much and for so long, and how knowing that could make a huge difference in my life. So I'm not going to go over those examples again, as it would just eat up the rest of our time together. But for those of you who are just tuning in, I encourage you to go back over the episode and listen to the first half as it will help you better understand how movies and films support um, change and personal growth. But what I will do is guide you through the exploration process using another example from The Wizard of Oz that I haven't talked about so that you can see how it's done or at least see how the questions support the process and from there how you can go about connecting the dots or in this case, the film clips. That's a little film, you know, uh-huh. Um, anyway, um, in this case, the film clips to support your own awareness and understanding of some of the beliefs and behaviors you've adopted that maybe aren't serving you or have never served you in a positive way. So let's take the movie scene from The Wizard of Oz that comes at the end of the movie where Dorothy is waking up. Now I'm talking fast because we're going to run out of time, but where she's waking up and she finds herself surrounded by her family. And I use this term because I believe that perhaps now, Um, She's viewing them after all she's experienced with them on her journey to Oz as family. And so in this scene, she's trying to explain to everyone what she experienced while she was gone and where she went and what the place was like and who was there with her. And no one believes her. But it didn't matter because she believed in herself, right? She believed it herself. She went on that journey of self-discovery and it was real for her. And no one was going to tell her any different. So holding Toto, she says just that. Oh, but anyway, Toto, we're home, home. And this is my room. And you're all here. And I'm not going to leave here ever again. Because I love you all. And oh, NEM, there's no place like home. No, I didn't do it justice. But that's that's pretty much how she said it, I think. Um But I chose this scene because of all the scenes in The Wizard of Oz, this one hit home the most for me. Again, I wasn't fully aware of why that was or even why it brought me to tears every time I watched it. But through my own exploration and questioning, I was able to understand why that was. I was able to see why it resonated so much with me and how knowing this could clarify some of the choices I had made in my life and why. And how that understanding 
and awareness could relieve me of some of my negative beliefs and enable me to change some of those behaviors. And I could do this by asking myself some important questions. Questions like, who has captivated my attention in this scene? So who in the scene has captivated my attention the most? What have they done to capture my attention? Now, this could be a movement, a gesture, a facial expression, something they're wearing, something they've said, something they didn't say, say anything at all. Or what is it about that movement or gesture, or facial expression or article of clothing or comment that I find myself connecting with and why? So in other words, what memory or recall is coming up for you that forms that connection? For example, in this particular scene and through questioning exploration, I discovered that I was most connected to Dorothy because of her comment pertaining to home. Why? Well, because growing up, we moved around a lot. And I do mean a lot, not very far from one home to the next, but a lot nonetheless. My parents were so unhappy for various reasons that they thought buying a different home was going to solve all their problems. And as such, we moved and moved and moved and moved. One time, I mean, they went out to to pick up fish and chips and came home telling us they'd bought another house. And so we were moving again. Now, I tell you this because through my own questioning exploration and looking back on all the times I myself moved in my life as an adult, I realized that I did that because I never knew where home was. We had moved so often and so many times that I couldn't define where home was. I was lost. I was literally lost in my own life and searching for home every single day. And so this scene moved me to tears, not because it was heartfelt, even though it was, but more so because I was so desperate. I so desperately wanted to know myself where home was and know what that was like and what that meant. Because in the movie, having that knowledge, Dorothy knowing where home was meant she finally felt safe and like she belonged. Thankfully, I know where home is and what it means and what it looks like. And I don't mean that literally, but rather emotionally. And it is thanks to that exploration and those movie scenes for having brought those feelings and emotions to the surface that led me to wanting to know why. Now, there are a lot more questions that you can ask yourself. But again, due to time, we won't be able to cover them all. But these should at least get you started on your way to uncovering what's underneath your attraction to certain movies movie scenes. I can go into some of those questions next time even. Maybe we'll make it a part two. But unfortunately, my friends, that brings us to the end of this month's episode of Mental for Art. Um, I really encourage you to try this activity. You know, think about some movies you're really um, drawn to or attracted to, the people in the movies, the scenes in particular, um, the, the commentary. And start exploring those, okay? And like I said, I would have loved to have taken this topic and this episode even further, but I think this will give you a good start into how movies and films, um, your favorites, you know, can resonate with you and why. And how having that information and knowledge can support you in your relationships, in your life, and in your life choices, right? How that can make changes moving forward for you. So I want to thank you for joining me and for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to make my Saturday morning one that I will be able to remember. Um, I love, I know I'm, I'm sure to remember all these, 
I love and look forward to meeting you back here every month. I love addressing new concerns. So please keep your emails coming. Send them, you know, your emails and letters to Kelly at pictureyourselfwell.com using the subject line mental for art. And if you want to go on my Instagram, picture yourself well, I will leave that set of questions in one of my posts for you. So until the next time, this is Kelly, your host of Mental for Art, wishing you all positive growth and healing. Have a wonderful month, everyone. And please remember that the best way to put a little happiness and sunshine in your day is to color someone else's. So keep coloring it forward, and I'll see you soon. 